Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? <laughs> how's it going, everybody? This is Tyler, one half of the How's the Fam family. Uh, y'all may not know this, but Keisha, she's still out. She's pregnant. She's very pregnant, super pregnant is what I like to call her. But uh, I'm here by myself today, and it's okay because she's getting rest. Her, the baby getting rest, and all I really care about is having a safe and healthy baby. Also, the way that we record these, we wait till the girls go to bed and all that good stuff. So, you're here. You're stuck with me. And if you don't like that, well, it's all good. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to rock this episode one way or the other. Uh, you're here. You're listening to How's the Fam. How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every Wednesday. And, well, I say we. I'm here every Wednesday. Keisha, she be taking some time off. But, like I said... If there, if ever there was a good excuse, being pregnant, that's a pretty good one. So uh, we're gonna continue this week. We're gonna continue our ser- series. I sound like I feel like a pastor when I say that. This week we're gonna continue our series on, but just love and appreciation, love and appreciation. I wanted to keep it very simple for December, man, because it's just been such a hard, hard year. We've lost a lot of people. We lost. A lot of habits. Essentially, we've had to just build ourselves from the ground up all over again. And for some people, that's worked out better than for others. And on top of that, you know, we've just lost a lot of people. Well, regardless, last week we talked about just loving or not loving, but appreciating what we have in life, right? Whether it be skills, whether it be items, just showing appreciation for what you have because you just don't know, you know, the burden of having something else is right on top of that you know it's just the stuff that you have may not be something that somebody else has and they really might like what you have and you know just uh, it's it's a whole episode yeah a whole episode this this week we're talking about just loving and appreciating the people around you and this time uh, i mean to say love it's all about love and appreciating the people around you and just how to do that when to do that, you know, and just the 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 basics, just the simple core basics of it. Because when we're younger, right? When we're younger, everybody is a good friend. Everybody knows how to be a friend. And essentially you have no choice. The people around you are the people you bond with, right? But when you're an adult, right, you have to be more intentional. And that's what we're gonna talk about today, right? Having love and appreciation for the people in your life. And just like last week, we're going to go through the steps and we're just going to rock out. So if that sounds good to you, sit back, relax, and let's let's, let's make it happen, man. <laughs> let's just make it happen. Um, before we get into it, though, there's a few things I wanted to talk about, right? I feel like I um, have a problem. I think I have a, I have a little bit of a problem. And what I noticed is uh, Keisha, all right, so here's the scenario. Keisha was picking out the gifts for the girls, right? And she was like, hey, babe, I put some stuff in the cart. Check it out. Let me know if, you know, that's some good stuff to get. And so all of a sudden, I'm just like, bitch, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to analyze it, and we're going to rock out, right? Well, I looked at that thing for so long. I read the reviews. I looked at YouTube reviews. I went like way deeper than I should have because all she was doing is she wants the girls to open the equal amount of presents. She wasn't really care. She didn't really care about the quality of the gift that she was giving them. She literally was just like, yo, 
I just want them to have the same amount of presents on Christmas. And I low-key just went into analysis paralysis mode. And <laughs> I mean, I finally just ordered it. Apparently, today is the last day you can like order something online and expect it to get here before Christmas. But it got it got done. <laughs> it got done, man. But it took me a smooth 24 hours. I, I have a problem. I have to acknowledge that. But uh having love and appreciation for the people in your life. So step one, you have to identify those people, right? And you would think this is easy. It's super, super easy. But this is one of those steps that is literally easier said than done. You know how like in relationships, they'd be like, all you got to do is communicate. If you communicate, that's going to solve all your problems in a relationship. And then they don't realize that the communication is the actual difficult part. Like we all know we need to communicate, right? But like the actual practice, the execution of communicating is like you have to understand those emotions. You have to be like, okay, I understand my emotions, but can I express my emotions in a way that the person can receive them, right? Can I speak the language? Can we speak the same language so that they can understand what I'm talking about? Identifying the people in your life life is very similar to this. Why is that? Because everybody ain't on your team. And just like the communication thing, it's like you have to be on the same waveform. When you're identifying people, this needs to be a, it doesn't have to be a two-way street. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, there are mentor-apprentice relationships. There are master-apprentice relationships, right? There are mutual relationships. There are all types of power dynamics. There are all types of just relationships out there. But you have to identify what that dynamic is, who these people are. And essentially, like we talked about social contracts back in October, essentially, what is the social contract that you guys have? And is how you're identifying this person equal, congruent to that, like how you vision it, right? Like, for example, right, in college, I had a professor. I'm not going to say his name because I don't even know if he's still there. A lot of people like that professor. A lot of people didn't. But that professor helped me a tremendous amount. And he didn't help other people as much, right? And in my mind, I was like, well, it makes sense because I'm almost like his mentee, right? I'm I'm like the apprentice under him. But luckily what I did was I would take the information he would give me. I would share it with everybody else. I will go out of my way to make sure that they got the information from that particular professor. But I, we had to identify like, yo, you know, I'm going to get this information. Like, let's not trip. I'm always give give the information to everybody else. I don't even think that's a very good example. All right, look at another another example, like a parent a parent relationship, right? So that parent relationship, you have to identify what stage of the parent relationship you're in. Like when you're a child, when you're a child, you look at your parents as like the mighty, all seeing people, right? That they can do no wrong. It's like my daddy, and not only that, like strong. Because our parents are strong, right? It's like my daddy can beat up your dad type of stuff, right? My parents, my mama knows how to get to the moon type of stuff, right? Anything can be accomplished just by asking my parents, right? But as you grow and as you mature and you live a little bit more life and you start to realize that your parents are people, right? And they are people who are flawed. They are people who have limitations. And on top of that, the older you get, you know, 
there are certain things in your youth that you could do that you can't do when you get older. And you start seeing those vulnerabilities in your folks. And you just like part of you is like a nostalgic for the old way you used to look at your parents. But, you know, you have to recognize that time changes, your mentality changes and you have to identify. Right. Key word here is identify that it's no longer the same. Right. And so the question is, all right, so what does your parent relationship look like when you turn 20 something or when you turn 25, when you turn 30 and you have to be intentional about identifying that and you have to address it based on how that looks. Right. And so I would say this first step in showing love and appreciation for the people in your life is to identify who they are and what that dynamic is. Right. Now, the second step would be to recognize and acknowledge what they do, right? So in my parent or in my mentor example, right, well, when my professor, he used to like, you know, give me special information and stuff like that, right? Well, I always showed appreciation. Like one of the reasons that I was his mentor or not mentor, one of the reasons that I was his apprentice for so long is that I showed appreciation for the things that he gave me, the knowledge he gave me. He, I didn't have a powerful enough laptop to do some of the coding he was asking me to do. And so he actually like let me borrow the school MacBook Air, which, I mean, I didn't know at the time. MacBook, I don't, no, no knock on Apple or anything, but MacBook Air, is it good for coding? It's all right. You know, it's cool. But uh, I heard the new ones are better. But in 2000 and what, what, what year was that? 2012? I think it was 2012. I'm pretty sure it's 2000. In 2012, the MacBook and coding, that was cool. But that wasn't what it is today. You know, it was uh, it was like crawling a little bit. And hot, son. It was hot. But all that... All that aside, he gave me the tools and the knowledge necessary to achieve, and I showed appreciation for that. Like, I gave him, like, uh, the little coffee mugs on Christmas time, right? Here's the interesting thing, right? If you're in college, your kids are in college, kids in high school, whatever, right? My mom was uh, was a teacher. My mom has been a teacher my entire life, like, period. I was born, she was a teacher, she's still a teacher now. It just is what it is, right? My mom has been a teacher her entire life. Every year when I was growing up, around Christmas time, I would have, we would have to take like two trips to her car to like get the coffee mugs, the candy, the the car, all of that stuff that kids would give their teachers. We would give, we would take two trips to get all that stuff to the car. Now, as I got older, <laughs> as I got older, those trips we used to get, it dwindled down to one trip. And now, now like nowadays... Like, I don't even think kids really do that anymore, right? But my mama always appreciated the students who did that. Now, did she give them, like, special grades or nothing like that? Nah. Nah, I don't think so. However, it does. You can't You can't deny that that's going to change your outlook on how you see somebody. It's like, yo, I don't know if it's the kid or if it's the parents that appreciate what I'm doing. But receiving that appreciation is like, it changes your mentality, right? Now, I would assume, I don't know this. But I would assume that the kids who gave my mom a coffee mug or candy or something like that she actually liked, I would, I would assume that she would answer their questions, right? I would assume that she would take just a little bit more time to make sure that they understood it. And 
in our lives, we have to be have that same discipline, right? You can't just take, 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 take. You actually have to like thank people. Like in my life, right? Like this really just happened. It was two people, two different people. They were like, yo, did you receive the package? And I was like, the package? And I was like, yeah, I sent you a package. You should be receiving it. And I'm not going to say how often we check the mail, but there are certain days we check our mail. And if there, of course, if there's a package, we're going to pick the package up, right? But there are certain days we pick check the mail. And I was like, all right, let me go check the mail early just to make sure that I picked this package up, you know. But it was not there. It wasn't there. But here's what I did. Instead of just being like, oh, no, it ain't there. I said, thanks in advance for sending a package, right? I don't know what it is, but I appreciate you. Like, thank you in advance. I'm thanking you in advance. And on top of that, um, when I receive the package, I'm going to thank you again. And that's exactly what I did. Like, I received the packages. And I was like, yo. This is super nice. Thank you. Right? You got a double thank you. I really appreciate it. And I ain't going to lie to you. When I see that person in person, whenever that may be, <laughs> whenever that may be, when I see those people in person again, I'm going to thank them again and be like, yo, I really appreciated you. Because you got to keep in mind, these are people who, like, in their everyday life, at some point, they were just like, you know what? I want to send this family something, like just a gift, a token. I don't care if they wrote it down and made it happen. I don't know. I don't care if it was a spontaneous thing. I don't care if they had watched somebody on TV and they were just like, call your neighbor up, send them something. I don't, I don't care. Was, at some point, somebody thought of us and they sent us a gift and I've got to show appreciation for that. And so after you identify the people, you got to show appreciation for what they do, right? Um, Coaches, for instance, right? At the end of the year, usually, like, coaches will have a party or something like that. The parents will get together. They'll, like, every parent will get, like, $5. Every family will get, like, $5. You pay your, your local coaches and stuff like that. Just the little things go a long way, especially, you know, when – I mean, let's be real. You don't get paid for everything in life. Yeah, You don't get paid for everything in life. And at the end of the day, money ain't everything. Like, you're not going to take money with you when you die, right? But your reputation can live on long, 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 long after you, right? Let's see here. Let's see what my next step is. Oh, my next one. Appreciation, right? You got to appreciate the time, specifically time here, right? Time, skills. What do they say in church? Time, talent, treasures, right? You got to appreciate what... People bring it to the table, right? And this is a this one seems easy yet again, but this is one of those nuanced type of ones, right? In fact, this is more of like a love language type of situation, right? Because everybody doesn't receive appreciation the exact same way. Like for some people, I can say thank you, right? I know recognizing and appreciating seem similar, but they're kind of they're they're different, right? And the reason that they're different is appreciating is Beyond when somebody is doing something for you, right? Actually, no. I think I got that backwards. I would say recognizing is beyond when so when somebody is helping you do something. Appreciating is when somebody has done something. So I I, I might have just got those two Swiss swaps. They might be too similar to be two different points, but they're gonna be two different points on this podcast. How's the fam? But um, yeah, I would say regardless of which way, after you receive something, you need to appreciate them. And kind of like that example I said, like when you're thinking of people, even though they may not be thinking of you, 
I mean, if you're my partner, like if you want my partners, I will hit you up out smooth out the middle of nowhere, and you'll just be like, Tyler. And I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? How's everything been? How the kids? How's the family? How are you? And then like we got to catch up then because you just I don't know what you're doing, but you know that's just kind of how I operate. I hit people up out the blue, have long conversations, make sure everything's cool, and then we keep it pushing. Uh, but yeah, you gotta appreciate the people in in your life. Uh, and you got to appreciate what they do. You got to appreciate what they bring to the table. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, introduce the people that you know to other people. Like, just build and expand that network. This is a this is an interesting thing, right? So, I, I was talking to somebody. Uh, I was talking to the godparents of my kids one day. And they are just like, Tyler, what do you do? Because I low-key don't ever, 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 ever talk about work. I never do it. I don't. I don't. I don't really know why. I just don't. But um, I've gotten extremely good at my job, like almost sadly good at my job to where I could probably knock my job out in maybe like an hour at the beginning of the day and probably coast on that one hour of work. But it it took a long time to get to that particular like. To that particular discipline of doing it. And then I don't really do it. I kind of like to space my time out, this, that, and the other. But the only reason I was able to get as good at my job as I've been able to, especially like moving to different teams and then learning different disciplines of engineering and things of that nature, right? The only way I was able to do that is by opening my big mouth and like, just listening to people, talking to people, asking questions, being willing to essentially play the fool, right? Play the fool, be like, I may understand some of what you're talking about, but explain to me the part that I don't understand. And this is the part that I don't understand. But I also want you to talk about the parts that I already know, just so I can see the, the complete big picture. And what that does to the person that I'm learning from is it gives them a burden, Right. I'm willing to burden people like I'm willing to be a burden in your life <laughs> in order to better my skill set so that I never have to bother you again. And it's mutually beneficial for everybody. But uh, essentially what they call that is emotional intelligence. Right. EQ. And there, a lot of people talk about IQ, but EQ is like probably more important than what your IQ is. I don't know how high my IQ is. It's probably like. Right at like average, <laughs> I would hope it's like slightly above, but I'm not gonna bet no money on it. It's probably like right at just average. But my EQ is off the charts, and my EQ is off the charts because I have worked on this. Like I've worked on this hard. I've read books. I've listened to YouTube videos. I've put it into practice. I've seen the results of stuff that work and stuff that does not work. Right, and. Showing appreciation to people really is art, right? Because there are certain like there, there are certain things where you can just be like over appreciative, right? You like you've seen that before where kids be like, why, 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 why? It, it it almost feels exactly like that when somebody's like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It like it literally nullifies the thank you, right? You get numb to it, but. Done right, uh, thank you. It's like, hey, you. Re- I, I ask for something, you give me something, I say thank you, right? After, after that, I put it into practice, and you see me actually never ask you that question again, right? That's a, another form of thank you. But 
That's just a, a different tangent. Just trying to explain that. I know what I'm talking about here. Emotional intelligence for the win. And at the end of the day, like, and I'm probably going to coast on, like, this last topic for a, lot, a long time. But um, at the end of the day, we're only here for so long. And that became blatantly, like, clear to me when my oldest brother died, right? Is in my mind, I was like, man, nobody significant in my life is going to die. And in my I was like, until my grandparents die, right? And, you know, it was crazy. I looked up one day, and I was down three grandparents. So I started, I knew all four of my grandparents, like, personally. Met them in my life, sat on their laps, talked to them, conversations, recognized their flaws, recognized their strengths, heard stories, heard them brag, you know. Like, in the flesh, me. I've met all four of my grandparents. And... I've buried three of them, right? And at the same time, like, I carry their stories. I carry their legacies. They were here for a long time, but that long time really isn't that long when you really, like, look at the grand scheme of just life, right? They they weren't here that long, and we're not going to be here that long, you know? And so that should be the motivating factor for us being, like, just showing appreciation. Because I look at our family, right? My little family, like, I'm whatever, however, I'm almost 30. Keisha's almost 30. And, you know, we got two young kids. And I still remember when we found out we was pregnant. Like, I remember, I felt (laughs) so ill-equipped to deal with another human life. I'm just like, what am I going to do? You know, the the panic. And I was married. You know, it's not like we had a baby out of wedlock. Like, I was like, I'm married. And I'm just like, what are we going to do? It's like, do I make enough to support? Have I made enough financial decisions? Oh, my goodness, the things. The things I might not get to be able to do anymore, right? And, like, I, I think back to those times, and I fast forward just a little bit. Like, it's only been five. Well, is it five? It hadn't even. It hasn't even been five years. It hasn't even been five years, man. But, like, my my mindset is completely different. Here we are, almost in the same situation. Like, she's about to have another baby. And my mindset is just completely different. And it's only taken five years. Now, you think about that and, like, the, the how long have, and how long you're in somebody's life, right? Like, for instance, like, most people... I'll kind of look at it as like a semester type of friendships, right? And, you know, it is what it is. You go to college, you meet some people, and then you cool with them for like a semester or something like that. Maybe you got a class, maybe you got a, like a group project. And then after the group project or after that class is over, you know, you may see each other, you'll nod, you'll wave, you'll be cordial and stuff, but that really ain't your partner, you know? And it's all good because, you know, everybody can't be your partner. If everybody's your partner, then you probably got a problem. But, uh... Yeah, most people aren't in your life for that long. But for those people who are, right, our parents, we don't really have a choice of who our parents are, right? But, uh, you know, your parents are there for the long haul. Your family, whether you like them or not, uncles, aunties, things of that nature, they're, they're in your life. for a life. They're in your life for a lifetime. Like, that's blood. But what about those people you choose to be in your life, Right. You choose for them to be in your life. They're not going to be there for that long, you know, unless you foster those relationships, unless you try to build those bridges and keep them strong. And it it takes more than just picking up the phone, you know. Woo, I need to drink some water real quick. 
it takes more than just picking up that phone. It takes more than picking up the phone, man. You got to be there for each other when you're down. You have to be willing to support and build on each other, right? Uh, recently, I had to make a pretty tough decision, right? One of my best friends was asking me for something, and honestly, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And I, as much as I wanted to, it was like I knew by by uh, going like going there and helping them out, I was probably going to be essentially making the situation worse. As much as I wanted to help in that moment, to help in that moment would cause long-term problems. And I just I couldn't do it. And that's one of those iron sharpens iron type of situations. Like it hurt. It hurt to not be there for somebody I really appreciate. But I've identified that person as somebody I want to be around. I want them to be around me. And there's just a line that we can't cross. And it is what it is. It hurts. But, you know, iron sharpens iron. We're both going to be better because of it. Um, But I'm trying to avoid talking about (laughs) my brother, y'all. Essentially, we're not going to be here for that long. And the people who are in your life, the people that you've identified are special to you. The people you've identified are, like, important factors in your life. You got to build those bridges with them, man. You got to pick up the phone, and you actually got to talk to them. Texting ain't enough. Like, you actually got to, like... Talking on the phones really isn't enough either. You got to go to them. You got to say, hey, you got to see them in the eye. And I know we can't really hug it out. I know we can't really shake hands now. And that kind of sucks, right? But, I mean, Zoom call, you know, you got to establish something, like something deeper, something realer than like a voice on the phone, right? Or words on the screen. There's got to be something deeper than that. Because human connection is deeper than that. And I always look back to like the pictures of my brother. I look back to the the moments we shared, the kind of like the devices we had, devices we had. Like me and my brother didn't have the closest of connections, right? If his blog was still up, people could be able would be able to read it and be like, look, it's like you and him really didn't get along because he wrote certain things about you and things of that nature. But part of that is my problem, right? That's my fault because I never reached out the way I was supposed to. I never over-communicated how I felt about him. And essentially, like, he died not knowing exactly how I felt feel about him. And that's a young man's problem, right? The older me recognizes, man, regardless of the situation, I should have been there for him. And I was not. And I have to live with the ramifications of doing that. But here's the thing. Like, you can't make a mistake twice. And I refuse to make the same mistake twice. Um, So what I do, that's why I call people out the blue. That's why I check on people. That's why I text people. That's why, like, my line brothers. It's one of the reasons I started the the calls. Because, I ain't gonna lie, it would be devastating if one of them died. And I didn't know there was a problem, right? Or God forbid, like one of them commit suicide or something like that. And, you know, I hadn't talked to them in a long, long amount of time. So every month I create the opportunity for us to be like, look, I don't know what anybody's going through. Let's just catch up. Let's just make sure everybody's doing good. And so far, everybody's been good. But it's like two or three people who haven't like, you know, came back. And, you know, that's the choice. And that's I respect the choice. It's just the choice. It's all good. No hate. No. We're all busy people. We're all grown and things of that nature. But 
Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I created the opportunity for us to do it so we can bridge that gap. But um, just to recap it, because I, I would hate to run out of time. I try to keep these around 30 minutes. But uh, just to recap it, you got to identify those people in your life, right? The, the people who are going to impact you, the people who are going to make a difference in your life. You have, to rec- you have to identify those people and identify the power dynamics that they play in your life, right? On top of that... Number two, you got to recognize. Well, I don't know if I want to reorder these at the end. I'm not going to recognize it. I'm not going to reorder them. Number two, you got to recognize like the role that they play. You got to recognize the role that they play in your life and essentially how that's going to operate, how that's going to play out. And, you know, you got to abide to how it is, you know. Um, just here's what it is. Recognize. I really do want to switch them up, but it. We'll live. We'll live. You got to appreciate when things are done. You have to appreciate when those things happen, whether they're sharing gifts with you, whether they're sharing knowledge with you. You have to appreciate that transfer of uh, information or items or whatever it may be. You got to show appreciation for it. Right. And be authentic. Don't be don't just be like, oh, appreciate it. You know, I'd be like, man, hey, thank you. you know, I really appreciate that. You know, like actually. Put some emotion behind it. You feel me? But, uh, <laughs> and lastly, you have to understand that this is important because we're only here for so long. And one of the things I would just would hate for people to, to feel is to feel what I felt when my brother died. You know, um, I don't want people to be like, you know, if only don't don't have if only moments. Right. Like reach out. Right. Reach out to people like recently. Very, very recently, actually, like in uh, I think it was November. I reached out to one of the older people in our engineering, in my engineering cluster of sorts, right? And essentially, I told him he was an older guy, and he used to ask a lot of questions. And here's the thing. When you're younger and you're in college and stuff, and these older guys come to come to college and they asking all these questions and they picking it up quick, it is annoying. Angry. I distinctly remember being like, this guy is annoying. Why is he asking all these questions? It's so obvious. Just read the book, you know. All of this stuff, all of it went through my head. But now being one of the older guys who asks a lot of questions, <laughs> I recognize, I was like, man, let me hit him up. I didn't even know if his number was going to be the same. But I hit him up. I was like, yo, I really like you really was a pretty good example for us. And um, being older, I recognize what you was doing. I apologize for giving you a hard time. And I ain't going to lie to you, man. It's like, I, I look up to you because you... You essentially did what I did at a younger age and older age when it's extremely difficult to achieve. And not only have you done it, but you've excelled at it. And you're still doing it to this day. And you're making, essentially, Jackson a better place. And, I mean, that's the dream, right? At least that's the engineering dream is to leave the world a better place than, you know, it was when you got here. But uh, with all that being said, step one, identify. Two, recognize. Three, appreciate. And then number four is just a mindset that we're only here for so long. And um, my takeaway, my takeaway, my final thoughts. Before I get my final thoughts, if you made it this far into the podcast, please rate it five stars. How's the fam here every single Wednesday, every single Wednesday. And usually it's a lot better than this because a lot of the time you ain't only got to listen to me. You get to listen to my beautiful, beautiful wife. And she just is so brilliant and so insightful. 
But she is so super pregnant right now. So she would love to be here. But, you know, rate us five stars. And, you know, it helps more people find us. It makes the podcast a little better. And I read all the comments. So, hey, leave a, leave a comment. Wherever platform you may be listening to. Uh, with all that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with a few, with a few words. A word of encouragement, y'all. And my word of encouragement is don't ball out. <laughs> don't ball out right now, man. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I understand the actual wage, you know, all this other stuff, right? And I understand we've been cooped up in the house for a long, long, long time. But here's the thing. There is no need to buy some of some of our bank accounts may be looking prettier than they've ever looked because we ain't been balling out. And you look at Christmas as the opportunity to make all those baller dreams come true. Man, do not let these companies take your hard-earned money, right? If you can keep your hard-earned money in your pocket, keep your hard-earned money in your pocket. Invest it. Invest it in something that you believe in that can appreciate, you know? Um, And if you aren't going to spend it, man, let it be something that you was going to get one way or the other. Don't just get something just be like, you know what? It's like, I got this money that's burning a hole in my pocket. Let me find something to buy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just keep your money in your pocket. Keep it in your pocket. And that, that really is my word of encouragement because Amazon have been trying to take my money. And I eventually, I just had to actually uninstall that app. I had to uninstall it, man. I was about to have a problem. I uninstalled it with like four things in the cart. And I was just like, no, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my word of encouragement, man. Don't be balling out. Just keep your money right. Keep it in the pocket. Um, with all that being said, y'all, I really appreciate y'all for coming through. I really appreciate y'all for listening. Again, this has been How's the Fam? We're here every Wednesday. It's a podcast about family, friends, and growth. And so far, the fam's been good. So, really appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Peace.